guys, this is William, and I'm here with a friend today. This is Sophie. Hey, Sophie, how's it going? Good, how are you? Great, great. Uh, so, Sophie hates Star Wars, and we're going to talk a lot about that angst today. Yeah, I hate it. I hate <laughs> Star Wars. It's the worst. It's just disgusting. Um, Before you start trashing Sophie, we both actually love Star Wars, so... <laughs> I mean, I hate a lot of Star Wars, but... You it, love all the good parts. I love all the good parts. I only hate the bad parts, and I'm right about which parts are bad. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> and we'll get into that today. So, you were actually just talking with me, and we realized we should probably record this. We are talking about uh, how Darth Vader and Kylo Ren fight versus the rest of other the other characters. So, you can go ahead and recap what you were saying. Yeah, so it. I was saying, um, if you look at the casting... Um, and you look at how the fights are formatted in the cinematography and everything in the choreography, um, they both fight with a much more slow, heavy sort of style. Like it's like when you think of knights, like swords, heavy armor, like that's all gone into the designs of the fights. Um, and so like with Kylo Ren, he has the cross guard on the lightsaber, which um, is obviously meant to telegraph this Design and like you know, um, you look at Darth Vader and his armor and the heavy suit um, is the same way because I mean, like, if you think about it, even in the, the original trilogy, we knew that you could get cybernetics that could leave you independent from a bodysuit. Luke got the replacement arm, Anakin had the replacement arm in the prequel trilogy. We know that you can operate independent of this life support suit, mm. it was made as a plot contrivance to give him this sort of dominating figure. Um, And I think that Kylo Ren was designed the same way. And if you look at the way Jen fight, or I did it again. (laughs) If you look at the way Rey fights, it's much more similar to the way they fight in the prequel trilogy with a lot of flourishes and agility and not this sort of slow, ponderous, Mm -hmm. powerful fighting style. Yeah. And I guess, you know, and this is just me going off my brain signals right now, so you're going to be like, uh, stupid wrong. <laughs> but I think it kind of, like, goes with the whole Sith mentality of throw your emotions into things, you know? So, like, they're very meaningful, powerful, like, stabs and all those different swings of lightsaber where the Jedi are more nimble and carefree. And, and I, I think that is part of it, but I think that is also characterized by the individual, right? Because mm-hmm. um, you look at... Anakin and you look at Kylo and they're they're dealing with a lot of feelings of betrayal and angst and these sort of revenge fantasies right Mm -hmm. and then if you look at Maul for example who fights using form 7 the same form as Windu um, the way form 7 functions is you use the energy of those around you and so it's more like it, they fight with a different style because they they're using different forms, but they, you could also think that as the way they manifest their force energy. Yeah, yeah, because it's not just them using the lightsaber; they got other things going into it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, do you, uh, how does uh, Palpatine fight Darth Sidious? I don't know, but um, I th- if I'm remembering correctly, he uses a mishmash of just about everything, but with like, but with four with um four and five taking the dominance. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's also interesting to note that Anakin's form he uses before becoming Vader is different from the form he uses in hmm. the sequel tri- or in the main trilogy. Um, and so I think that is another indicator of their sort of motivations and where they're mm-hmm. drawing their energy from when they fight. 
That's cool. So, actually, this is probably a total shift from the way that people are fighting. How do you feel about the amazing uh, use of Darth Vader's helmet in Episode Seven and its complete relevance in Episode Eight? Um, <laughs> look, you know, I'm not a fan of Kylo's helmet in general. Mm-hmm. I think the entire reason for the existence of the helmet is um, to telegraph Darth Vader. Um, I think that you know, Episode Seven. As I think has been discussed to death by just about everyone, was a rehash of episode four. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of parallels, and I think that that was sort of a parallel. And then if you look at um, Kylo destroying his helmet in episode eight, wow, look at that. It's just, it's destroyed, just like Darth Vader's helmet oh, was yeah, destroyed yeah. in episode seven. I wonder <laughs> why that is. Um, and then there was like the hint at the potential redemption there. Like, there's a lot of parallels going on, and I think that, you know, they kind of condensed everything after episode four into episode eight and just yeah. skipped it so that way they could move on. Yeah, but so nine's going to be no idea. No idea. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe maybe they're rehashing the prequel trilogies. Oh, the best yeah. of them all. I'm so excited to see the pod racing, and here's where we will see where Jar Jar Binks was actually Snoke the whole time. <laughs> oh, that would be great. So, what do you think of the whole uh, Kylo Ren being obsessed with his grandpa and then I, I thought we weren't talking about the sequel trilogy you're right okay but no there's <laughs> something I wanted to say about the sequel trilogy what was it oh oh I had to say this I was watching a video about uh, Return of the Jedi uh-huh. and in the video the uh, person showed the snip, the clips from when uh, Luke is on the Death Star is he on the uh, he's, he's somewhere with Darth Sidious and Darth Vader and that's the Death Star, yeah. Okay, so on the Death Star. Oh, I th- you sure it's not? No, it, no, it's, it's a ship. Yeah, it's a ship. Okay, it's yeah, a ship. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was making sure. <laughs> yeah. So they're on the ship, and that whole scene as they're playing in the background, as the guys talking, I was like, "This scene looks so familiar," and I didn't realize how similar it was. To no, it is. Is it is the Death Star? Because remember, he throws him in the reactor core, and then it explodes oh, right, and he's right. the ship. Okay, yeah, okay. it is the Death Star. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is it a Star Destroyer? I don't know. <laughs> We're real Star Wars fans, guys. Trust us. <laughs> So, but yeah, it's so similar to episode eight with the whole Snoke scene. It's crazy. Go ahead. Yes. I think the Snoke scene was dumb. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> was. Like, why do we have this giant sheet over the windows <laughs> that just like conveniently burns down and gives us a view? Like, I still don't know why the sheet was there. Um, dramatic effect, I guess. Yes. But um, felt like that entire scene was about dramatic effect and not mm-hmm. plot development. So mm-hmm. you know, yep. That's I mean, because there's the same reason of why all those guards were there. Because you know, the most powerful uh, force user in the universe would need a bunch of armed guards around him, right? What do they do all day? <laughs> I know, just stand there. And like, like, do you think he gets attacked a lot? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All the time, he just is like, I'm just lazy. Let these guys take care of it every time. Yeah. So let's stop talking about the <laughs> because I've already talked about it. Everyone's talked about it, so, you know. Uh, but we're going to talk about all the crazy things we don't really know anything about, so we can just speculate wildly. Uh, first... My, my favorite thing. Yeah, your favorite thing. We'll talk about your favorite thing first. The one we probably know the most about. That's still not a lot. Uh, we're going to talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie that has a very vague release year of 2020, I think, right now. So, do we, anything. I don't think we know anything about it, except that, like, people are talking about it. Yes. Um, it's been talked about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Ewan McGregor did that interview, and he's like, you know, like, 
We're just talking. We're just talking. Like, I don't even know that much about it. You know, mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know if I'm involved in the project, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And um, if he's not involved in the project, I'm going to boycott it. And mm-hmm. also, um, Star Wars, you've lost a fan. Because I'm still, like, I don't go anything. I don't care about canon. I'm still an extended universe gal. Exactly. Um, I'm going to stay that way. You can take the extended universe out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> and um, if you've ruined this Kenobi movie for me then we're done. I'm breaking up with you. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's interesting because um, Kennedy, Kathleen Kennedy, is that her name? I think it's just Kennedy. I'm going to go with Kennedy. It's the last name. I know that one. Is the lady, she's the president of Lucasfilm right now. And when they first announced all the movies, Rogue One and mm-hmm. Episode Eight, I think at that time, mm-hmm. uh, she said there were other Star Wars stories being planned. And at that time, the other one being planned unannounced technically was a Boba Fett yeah the Boba Fett film yeah and apparently they had a teaser trailer and everything set up and then they decided to scrap it decided to scrap it so I'm just like I'm worried about all these side stories right because um I don't want to say Rogue One bombed but it bombed it it Um, did way worse than a Star Wars movie should and um you know I think the Solo movie is gonna bomb Mm -hmm. because they're putting it out in May (laughs) May but (laughs) who even knows what's going on with that film exactly I've just decided that, you know, I'm going to go see it, because of course I'm going to go see it, yeah, yeah. but I probably won't like it very much, Mm-mm. and if I and if I do like it very much, it's great, but um, no one else will, you know? Yeah. Um, it's going to get a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, and we're all going to leave disappointed, yeah. and that's just that. And instead of thinking, huh, maybe it's because we went through nine directors, they're going to say, oh, it's just because no one likes Star Wars unless it's about Luke Skywalker, yeah. and then we're going to have sad times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, studios do a great job of taking the wrong thing from situations. Like, Warner Brothers with DC, they're like, people didn't like the other movies because they were too serious. Let's put jokes in there. And you're like, no, that's not why we didn't like them. You know, it's like, take the right things from these situations. They're not learning any lessons. So what did you think of the solo trailer? Have you seen it? I'm assuming. I have have seen it. Um, I think that the actor for Han... Mm -hmm. I'm I'm I haven't formed that much of a connection with him yet. Obviously, I think I'll watching the movie, I'll probably mm-hmm. like him a lot more than I do now. Yeah. I think that um he doesn't look as much like Harrison Ford as they could have found actors for. And like, you know that that might just be because of his acting chops. He might have just been the best option they had, you yeah. know. Like we're not we don't know what they're thinking in the studio, but I think that like visually um not the best option. Mm-mm. Um but then, you know, um I'm a huge fan of Glover, um, and I think that Lando Calrissian will probably be the saving grace of the film. That's what I think, too. Everyone says, they're like, after seeing the trailer, they said, we all agree, we want a Lando movie now. We don't, it was like, we don't even care about the solo movie he's in right now, we want a Lando movie. Oh, you know what Lando movie I want? What? Um, I, th- I can't remember, I think it was called The Mind Harp. Okay. Um, it was a book written in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So the best stuff. Yeah, um, Lando goes, like, there's a trilogy of yeah. them, actually. He goes out, it's in, like, the far east, like, um, I don't know if you guys know the map, if you can pull up the map in your mind of the <laughs> galaxy, but if you go, like, due east, there is, um, I think it's called the commonality or the centrality or something like that, it starts mm-hmm. with a C, it's, like, a cluster of stars, none of them matter, <laughs> anyway, like, they're mentioned, I think, only in this series and, like, one comic series. Like, that's it. Um, Pivotal. Yeah. But um, there's Gand, which is next to it, which is, like, the homeless and Sith sorcerers doing some shit. Mm-hmm. And then there's also this other planet. 
and there's this weird force object thing that Lando is involved with, and mm. that's the plot of the trilogy. And it we don't really know much about it, you know, like they just like it, they just talk about it as a device of great power, and like you know, there's a little bit more to it, but. There's so much unexplored out there, and we like we know so little about his lifetime. So I think it'd be a really interesting area to explore sure. and bring back into canon. Exactly. Um, with the young actors, you know, playing and everything, I always it's, it's been bugging me a lot uh, about this whole solo actor choice. Uh, for one, real, real quick tangent about the actor uh, Harrison Ford was in a movie. What was it? It was probably like uh, five over over five years ago. I think before the, before the whole Star Wars deal went down with Disney. But he was in a movie where he. His, uh, pers- they hired an actor to play the young version of him who was dating a woman and then the lady never aged or something and then Harrison Ford fa- saw her later in life and that was Harrison Ford playing him anyways they were really dedicated to finding an actor who looked like Harrison Ford when he was younger and so they found someone who does an incredible impersonation of him I think he was a YouTuber and he did a great impersonation and looked just like him and Harrison Ford said this guy's creepy on set because it's just me walking around as a young guy you know and so anyways I was like they have people who clearly could play him and they didn't do that. Plus, Harrison Ford, I, I don't know what the time frame is for this movie. Like, how far off of is it is it from when Luke shows up in mm-hmm. episode four? So, like, <laughs> what happened to his face within those years? Well, I think that's the thing, right? Like, you also look at Glover, and he is much younger than mm-hmm. Lando in episode five. Yeah. So, you, you have to think this is several years before the Battle of Yavin. This is not... Oh, what the... <laughs> <laughs> so... The electricity just went out, but that doesn't matter to a laptop, so... Yeah, it's fine. Wow. Do you want to keep recording? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, it's pitch black here. It's raining in Texas. It's supposed to rain for the rest of the week. Nice, nice. Um, hey, uh... Right? What did I say? No screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? Talking about... Oh, the actors. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> The lights are back on for, like, two seconds, probably. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, the actors. Uh, you said Lando looks a lot younger. Yes. So, uh, since I'm a true Star Wars fan, uh, how old would you say Harrison Ford's Han Solo is in episode four compared to Luke? Luke's 19, right? Or is he 18? I think he's 18. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Because it was because I know it's like at least eighteen years since the Sith. I mean, it was since Darth Sidious and Darth Vader overthrew. I, yeah, I think that was nineteen BBY. Okay, so nineteen years. Yeah. Okay. Um, don't quote me on that. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> um, that just feels right. What is that? My Google speakers are rebooting. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. But um, yeah, and I don't know. I'd say Han looks to be like mid twenties, late twenties. In. And New Hope. New Hope. So if he's in his mid-20s, let's push it to late 20s. Let's say, like, 28. Yeah. If he's 28, and, Luke, and Luke's 18, right? Mm-hmm. So he's 28. With this movie takes place while the Empire's still in power, obviously, because there's Stormtroopers in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So he's, like... And he looks old enough to drive. So yeah, he looks like an adult. Yeah. So, okay, we could say he's 18 yeah. in this movie. I mean... At least. At least, yeah. Like, 18 through 22, 23. Yeah, that. Yeah. So at least... Five years, maybe, yeah. before uh-huh. New Hope. I, that's just me, but I don't look at his face and think, in five years, your face can change to look like Harrison Ford. Yeah, you neither know? do I. No, no. And I think that's a problem with 
than picking um, Han Solo as the first movie to go with like that. Because Harrison Ford is so Han Solo, you know, when you look at him, you're like, he's the only person who can play He's also so dreamy. This is undeniable. You know, you can't debate these facts. Um, And the new actor is not as dreamy. We have Lando as the dreamy character. Exactly. And uh, Woody Harrelson, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) You can't even say it with a straight face. (laughs) No, I couldn't. So... Okay, so um, even Luke Skywalker, I could see someone playing a young Luke Skywalker. What's the guy from... You, you, did you see Civil War? You said you didn't like it, right? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, so Bucky, the actor who plays Bucky. Ah, okay. Even uh, even uh, Mark Hamill has posted pictures of him saying, this is my son. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he could so do it. He could totally play young Luke, because I think that's weird how we have less of a connection with Luke. Luke is more of a blank slate, mm-hmm. you know, his character, especially in the original trilogy, because... He, he didn't, wasn't that dynamic, I guess. Yeah, he didn't have very much characterization. Because, yeah. like... because like, Was it because he was a vessel for the audience? Is that what it was? Or do you yeah. think it was just they didn't put much effort? I think it was part of it. He was a vessel for the audience. But also, um, especially at that point in time, um, George Lucas was very much old school um, using principles of film, like the hero's journey. Yeah, yeah. And so the idea of how the hero evolves involves a certain amount of character development but they're not supposed to develop past a certain point mm-hmm. you know they're supposed mm-hmm. to remain a certain way um and i think that you can see that in luke you know he he like stirred in his 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 beliefs are challenged but his beliefs don't change mm-hmm. um and that is central to this idea of the hero's journey and so i think that's part of why there's not a lot of depth to him you know um none of the conflicts are real conflicts yeah yeah i agree um so I guess that's why it'd be easier for us to see the movie uh, with a different actor playing him. Absolutely. But all the side characters in the movies, they can have dramatic shifts in characterization, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Harrison Ford's Han Solo, uh, Carrie Fisher's Princess Leia. Those are people you really don't want to see any other actor play, you know? Because, like, you, your brain associates immediately with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you're saying. So, I mean, like, Rogue One, I don't think there's anyone who likes the Princess Leia in Rogue no. One. No. Uh, I, I think they pushed their luck with that. They were like, all right, we got Tarkin, and... Honestly, I thought Tarkin looked fine. You know, people. I think Tarkin Tarkin. was a little bit uncanny valley, Mm -hmm. but he looked like Tarkin. Yeah, yeah, and there were members of my family who had no idea what was going on. Like, wow, he looks just like he didn't. How did he age so well? I was like, he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) That was CGI. So they did a good job with that. With her, I guess that at the end they're like, hey, if we got this technology, let's just make a Carrie Fisher one. You know, and it didn't look the greatest. Well, I thought it just didn't look like her. Yeah, yeah, it looked more like. Yeah, it didn't look like her. (laughs) Yeah, but. Hopefully we don't go that road of remaking Princess Leia. Yeah, Lays. hopefully not. No. We could talk about Nine and Princess Leia's plot and all that, but we won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, Obi-Wan Kenobi, what we started all this with. Um, so, I've read a few places online uh, that it could, and these are, like I said, speculation, but they said it could either take place on Tatooine 100% of the time, or once he drops Luke off, he does not decide to stay there goes around the galaxy, fights a few Sith or something like that, and then ends up on the end back on Tatooine. Well, you know, there were those, um, I think it was called Coruscant Nights. Yes. There are, there are novels about Obi-Wan leaving Tatooine and also some comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is before Rebels, so I don't think it's canon anymore. Oh, yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of material to draw from if Disney wanted to bring stuff from the expanded universe yeah. into canon um, regarding Obi-Wan and Tatooine. To live in a cave for 19 years? Mm-mm. Not my jam. No, and, like, I mean, 
you wouldn't age well in a cave for 19 years, but you wouldn't age that poorly. No, no, yeah, like exactly. he needs to be hit by some force lightning stat. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So, so someone recommended the idea of he stays there at the beginning, mm-hmm. but his presence there attracts a lot of force users and causes damage to the Alars house. Okay. And that's why the Uncle Owen is like, listen, you need to leave because you're making this worse for us. And so that's why he leaves for a while. So I could totally see a movie where he's like drinking it up across the galaxy, all depressed about his friends being killed. And Hell yeah. Yeah. Chopping off arms and bars. That's his thing. Uh, totally. Because I mean like, I don't know. I'm still convinced that he was like a total rake and like did drinking and death sticks and stuff when Anakin mm-hmm. wasn't around. <laughs> like if you watch episode two, he was far too comfortable in that bar to be <laughs> one of those Jedi who's never had alcohol in his life. It's oh, just course. unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. And so I would love to see a Kenobi where you see that side of him and like not necessarily that side of him to that extent because you know like he's super depressed and why emo mm-hmm. because that's what Jedi do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think that there's a lot of characterization that we haven't seen of Kenobi just due to the plot of the movies that we could see a lot of in Kenobi. Did you see Logan last year? No, I did not. So, I'm not judging you, don't worry. It's a great <laughs> movie, though. Um, so what Logan did was the director really wanted it to feel like an old western. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's those old westerns, you know, the trope where the retired alcoholic uh, gunslinger uh, needs to save the town, mm-hmm. you know. And so by the end of it they either stop drinking and all this stuff and just become a better person and save the people you know but the whole movie they've just kind of given up on their things for various reasons so that was like with Logan Logan was just drinking because all his friends were dead yada yada spoilers sounds um, like Luke yeah right in the last yeah, Jedi exactly <laughs> um, but yeah so I could totally see the movie going the direction with Kenobi where you know he's like just a drink you know <laughs> drunk he's only. drunk on his green milk yeah on his green milk oh nasty <laughs> that was visuals I did not need <laughs> so Kenobi just drinks it up well and... you know I think that if Ray weren't there he would have sucked it directly why, why? I, I remembered someone saying that and I was like I, I'm not gonna say that I don't think Sophie's gonna say that and you did <laughs> so thank you oh my gosh <laughs> Yogi, he probably got real lonely on that planet and those, uh... Exactly. Those, what were they called? The upkeepers or whatever? I don't know, but he was able to suck the green titty. Okay, we're moving on back to uh, something else. you have any more comments on uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi before we switch topics? Only that he's super gay. <laughs> you sure not bi? I guess he could be, yeah, because of the I, whole Satine thing. So I guess bi. Oh, I was going to say, I thought he had something for Padme, but... That too. Yeah. yeah. I, I ship that. Yeah. But no, like, I think that, like, if you look at the exp- extended universe, his whole dynamic with Quinlan... Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of... Something there. Yeah, there's a little bit of something there. <laughs> I hope there is, anyway. Hey, by 2020, maybe we'll be ready for something like that. Well, you know what? Like, it's interesting that we talk about, we're talking about this, actually. Because um, all these people involved with the new Star Wars trilogy have been saying, oh, yeah, it's time for queer people to be in Star Wars. You know, like, Oscar Isaac said it, John Boyega said it, Rianne said it, JJ said it. They all said it, mm-hmm. and then the people in charge at Disney were like, nope, we're not doing it yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, Oscar Isaac said, you know, like, he played the role as if it was a romance. You have um, Mark Hamill saying, if you want Luke to be gay, he's gay. Like, basically, he identifies that whatever way you want him to, which, I mean, like, isn't as concrete 
Of course, yeah. It's um, the actors choosing to portray it that way. Yeah, it's not as concrete as like saying like explicitly this character yeah. is you know, this character is gay, this character mm-hmm. is bisexual. But um I think that's something that does to my understanding does not exist in the current canon outside of novelizations because I know Aftermath had a gay guy a gay guy and yep. then also in the background there was a lesbian couple um but I think that's it as far as the current canon goes I mean even in the extended universe there's not very much to draw from people have suggested that uh Hux is gay mm-hmm. which makes sense yeah all the Kylux shippers would be very happy about that Th- those exist oh yeah they exist of course they do all ships exist. Of course. I don't need to go into that area of shipping things. Um, I've got another topic in mind, but is there anything you'd like to mention besides Obi-Wan? Is there any, I mean, any other topics? Your turn? Um, I'm sure there is, but we'll go to yours. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I just feel honored. Uh, now we're going to talk about the unknown part of the Star Wars universe, which you know, is probably everything now that they murdered the EU, but... Yeah. Yeah. We're both lovers of the EU. It's the greatest thing. And, you know, idiots destroyed it. Um, the EU, rest in peace. Uh, anyways, the, the day it died, I remember. I mean, not the date, but <laughs> I'm not that nerdy. But the day it died, I posted the, the gif of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi saying, I just heard thousands of voices cry <laughs> pain, and I was, like, referring to the EU. Like, mm-hmm. Also, nerd. Okay, we're done. Uh, so this is how democracy dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In the darkness. Thunderous applause. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am the Senate. <laughs> exactly. That's what Disney said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to talk about, before we get to the Ryan Johnson trilogy coming out, let's talk about the even more unknown <laughs> Game of Thrones trilogy coming out. The Game of Thrones creators, don't know their names, don't care, uh, they are creating their own Star Wars trilogy, thanks to Disney. So, what do you think? It better be <laughs> Old Republic. Because mm-hmm. um, they said the Ryan Johnson one is I think they said definitely not only yeah I think I but think they haven't said, said anything about yeah the they movie. haven't said anything about the new one mm-hmm. or more recently announced one yeah um and I think that's really nice you know I think that um like even if we aren't it, let's say the EU is completely gone and they're not going to draw from any of it um if we're moving forward you're competing with a lot of different writers and a lot of different directors for that space um you're not able to freely create and like these people are creative people. Like, you know, you saw what they did with Game of Thrones. I mean, not that they wrote the books, but, you know, they were able to create, craft this world from the mm-hmm. source material that tons of people love. Yeah. Um, so there's certainly talented folks out there interacting with this um, IP, and I think that if they really want the full control and the full ability to flesh out something unique, having that time before canon, yeah. like... All they have to do is make it so that a republic is intact some point down the future. That's all that has to happen yeah, for yeah. it to be canon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, the one that's what I was excited for when the new movies before they got rid of the EU. I was like, well, they don't have to make something about Luke Skywalker. You know, there's so much before and so much after that they could easily write about. And then they got rid of the EU, uh, which I'll mention over and over for the rest of this thing. Um, but you know who I, it would be interesting if we're not going to the uh, older public, which would be sad. But if we go to the future, who's Luke's like great 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 grandson, um, the drunk guy? Oh my god, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I love this comic, Star yeah. Wars Legends. Yes, and uh, it's, the bad guy's the guy with like the bone armor. Yeah, Darth Crate. Yeah. yeah, Darth Crate. I think that 
maybe too dark for a Disney Star Wars, but Rogue One is dark enough, so I think they could do it. The, um, those are actually, I don't want to say my favorite run of Star Wars comics, mm-hmm. but they're my second favorite run of Star Wars comics, with my very favorite run being the Mandalorian Wars run from the oh Old Republic. Gosh. Mandalorian Wars is awesome. Um, but um, also, I want to see a Nettie, the tree people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember them. They were in like only a couple runs. Although I think one was in the Clone Wars. Yeah. I never finished the Clone Wars. Uh, I was buying every episode like a chump. I was like, Netflix. This was before Netflix, actually. Netflix was around. But this is when William only had iTunes. Uh, (laughs) And the TV, it was still on TV. So I'd buy it every episode. I'm not going there. Um, Bad, poor poor choices. Um, And I lost the account with all of them, so I can't go back. Oh, yeah. Awful. (laughs) No. See, I lied about my age, and so you know, as all kids did. So. <laughs> Anyways, um, once again, change the subject. You know what? I would. I, I feel okay. I feel like Disney is probably looking at the uh, Star Wars stories. You know, in quotation marks. I can't see that on podcast. And the anthology movies. I think they're gonna get rid of those. Which, depending on how Solo does, probably they're gonna get rid of them. You know, because when they first announced them, they were like, it's gonna be the anthology movies and the Star Wars trilogy. Those are the two things. Trilogy's done well for them. Anthology movies, less so. So they're like, okay, that was our big thing. Let's just create two other uh, trilogies and stop doing the anthology ones. Because, you know, like I said, the Boba Fett one, the Obi-Wan Kenobi one, and and other ones that they hadn't announced yet, I guess they were going to do those. And now they're just like, eh, you know. Part of me says it's for the best. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as much as I would love to see an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, as long as it starred Ewan McGregor... Mm -hmm. That has to be put there. Yep, yep. Um, but as much as I would love that, or I'd love a Lando movie, or even I would love a Boba Fett movie, The Lamest Bounty Hunter, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I would love all those movies. But I would love even more to have more content in the new canon. Yeah. Um, I think it really frustrates people who are content creators outside of like the official content creators, you know? Um, like... There are, like, artists or writers or different people. Like, and I'm not talking, like, just about fan fiction, but, you know, people who just like to talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Um, or, like, people who make video games and all these different things. So, you know, there's lots of different creators and creatives interested in the IP. And if all we have is them telling you a little bit more about a character we already know, yeah. it really hinders their ability to be creative. Yeah. If they just keep talking about the Skywalker family over and over, you know, it's like there's only so much you can do. Yeah. It gets really annoying over time. So, yeah. And like you said, as much as oh, I... Cade Skywalker. Cade. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn. Was his lightsaber green? I feel like it was. He had a blaster. But he did get a lightsaber. You're right. I don't remember what color it was. People were really upset that we did not get a lightsaber whip. We got, like, that weird energy whip. People yeah. want a lightsaber whip. Very practical weapon. I mean... I think that's... Okay, I'm not going to start talking about physics in Star Wars. Never mind. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't start that. <laughs> um, we'll end the anthology thing, but real fast. I would love a Darth Vader anthology movie talking about those 18 Hell years. Hell yeah. Thank you. I think that makes the most sense. No, the Star War, the Darth Vader movie I want mm-hmm. is after episode four, when his tie goes off <laughs> spinning into space, EU has it that he lands on... Um, what does he land on? Is it the comic books? Yes. Is it the ones from the past few years, like before Disney? 
Mm-hmm. There's the one that, like, the ghost prison was one. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But I, I think he lands on Ios, but it might have been somewhere else. It probably was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't trust my memory on mm-hmm. that. But he lands on an old Sith planet, and he has all these adventures, and it's really cool. That's awesome. And I think that would be something really cool to to explore because that inv- that it would just add so much to him as a character. You know, mm-hmm. all we know about him as a Sith is that he killed some baby Jedi's mm-hmm. and looked meanly at Obi Wan while he melted, mm-hmm. um, and that's it. We don't know anything else about him except for scenes where he's fighting Luke, and that's boring. Yeah, he's supposed to be the main character of the main trilogy. Mm-hmm. Well, main character yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but um i think that would add a lot to him, a lot of depth to him mm-hmm. yeah i like see that would be cool too the episode four after episode four thing i would like the in between the prequels and the you want force unleashed we're not going there yes i do i do i want force unleashed okay force unleashed is amazing because there's a scene when a star destroyer is falling from space and the main character star killer uses the force and causes it to crash into the other slowly and stops it from hitting him. That's how powerful he is. Badass looking. They used him to power they used his bones to power Starkiller base. <laughs> You're right. So you know Starkiller is the original name of Luke Skywalker. It was gonna be mm-hmm. Luke Starkiller. Beautiful name, just gorgeous, you know. Who who wouldn't want to be like, oh my favorite character, Starkiller. Worst name ever. Okay. Anyways. I'm a, I'm a farm boy named Starkiller. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I grew up, my neighbor's last names were Smith and Johnson, but I'm... <laughs> Starkiller. My last name is Earth Destroyer, <laughs> and we farm apples. Wait a second. I just... I might not be the first person to think this, but... Luke Skywalker. What's Anakin's last name? Skywalker. Do you think no one ever, like, ran through the Emperor's Facebook and was like, Skywalker? And like, hey, there's this kid named Luke on Tatooine with the last name of... Anakin, you know, it's like, did anyone know? Did Darth Vader never do Ancestry.com or something? I don't know, but I'm feeling like if he was texting anyone, he was texting Obi Wan. You're right, you're right. And they, they made it look like in Episode Four that like they had never met each other before, like because oh, totally. the droids were there. Yeah, yeah they got to make it uncomfortably awkward. Yeah, but um, because I feel like Darth Vader is way too emo depressed to be talking to anyone except for the Emperor and Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The stormtroopers. He's like, you know, I killed some younglings once. Because <laughs> like, I just don't see him talking to Rex or Cody again. Mm-mm. He'd be too ashamed. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he doesn't have a helmet like Kylo did to talk to. So. <laughs> um, Especially after he killed Ahsoka. Oh my gosh, tragic. They said she's not dead yet. In quotations. Um, so Darth Vader movie. I want to see. It would be awesome. Him flying around space. You knocked over the mic. Um, you probably hurt his foot. <laughs> so, flying through space, hunting down the remaining Jedi, hiding on planets, and killing them. And then going back to his weird lava planet and, like, crying about it. Yeah, and his lava castle where yes. no one visits him and he has no friends. Exactly. All you can do is think of puns. Um, and you know how long he took to think about that pun? A really long <laughs> time. And he's like, finally, I can use this pun. Someone visited me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yes. Okay. Do you think the Emperor was just like really mean? He's like, I'm going to give you a home. It's going to be on a lava planet. <laughs> and he's like, It's going to be on the lava planet you melted on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, a- not only that, but I mean like, we know for a fact, I, I, well, I don't think we know for a fact, maybe this was expanded to the universe, but at some point we knew. He had a castle. N- not just that he okay. had a castle, but his like bodysuit mm-hmm. was designed to keep him alive 
in the most pain possible mm. and not to provide comfort. Yeah. And like, and like the idea being, you know, like for the dark side of the force, suffering is a great avenue mm-hmm. for power. So since, makes sense. since he lost all his limbs, the emperor was like, we need to increase the force power. And mm-hmm. so you're going to hurt all the time. It's great. It's yeah. Great. And so like, I don't know if that was canon or expanded universe or just something I read. Probably you. I would think. Yeah, I think it was, but I think it was EU, and, like, what a bully. I know. What that's a That's why he's in the back to tank all the time. Yeah. He's like, that's why no one visits him. He's like, if you visit me, man, <laughs> I had to put that suit on for you. Uh, <laughs> have you seen the uh, robot chicken where he's getting the suit for the first time, and the emperor's like, we'll make you a suit. And he gets like, leather, it has to be leather. <laughs> the emperor's like, oh, kinky, I like it. <laughs> oh, my. It was great. Um, all right, so, we got the Game of Thrones trilogy probably going to be Old Republic. I mean, well, we're hopefully. hoping. Hoping. I mean, that'd be really stupid if they're like, all right, Ryan, all right, Game of Thrones guys, make it all between a New Hope and Episode 3. Just make all your six movies there. I'm just like, what? Um, so Ryan Johnson's trilogy. You know what I would hate? A Rebels trilogy. I would hate it. Oh, I would die. No. I'm I'm hoping no. Because like, since Rebels was canon... Unless they immediately murder Ezra Bridger. Which would be glorious. If they immediately murdered him and then turned canon to the Sith, like I think that'd be the only way I would find a, a Rebels series That's watchable. Yeah. yeah. Um, spoilers for any Rebels fans out there. So one person maybe. <laughs> uh, what's what's their name? Pastor? George Lucas. George, George Lucas is a Rebels fan. He, he probably loves it. Uh, George Lucas has got some issues. Uh, there's one character he he, uh, he passed away. <laughs> so he was murdered last night uh, from the Rebel show because they said they have only a few episodes left and they're, they're assuming all the characters will be killed off by then because they don't show up except for the ghost the ghost ship or whatever mm-hmm. and something else. But uh, I'm I'm rambling. They killed off uh, the main Jedi who's training Ezra. They feel, they killed off Kanan? Yeah, he died. Well, I was just saying, like, he needed to die and become Sith for it to be watchable. So that's yeah. great. I love it. He held back, like, an explosion for everyone to escape. So he let Ezra live, you know, so. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? Uh, like, he deserves it because he's Mace's grand Padawan. <laughs> and Mace is a butt. Yeah. So <laughs> he had it coming. I think Mace probably followed all of the Jedi rules more than anyone else. And you can tell by the way he acts. He's just so <laughs> stuck. He's just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Plus he cut off uh, Boba Fett's head in front of his son, right? Yeah, and then <laughs> repressed. he decided to be a butt and make Anakin turn to the dark side. Yeah, it's like, hey, I can make the situation better, but I'm not going to. The one time ever in my entire life I'm going to break the rules, it's to make a new Sith Lord. <laughs> I gotta love Mace. Sound- <laughs> that sounded like Mace is in the spray. No. If you spray mace in the wind, do you feel pain? It's <laughs> a good one. Everyone's going to get that pen. We're moving on. Um, so the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Since it's not going to be about the Old Republic, what do you think they're going to do? Do you think it's going to focus on the kid at the end of episode 8 that everyone says it's going to be because it's the only thing they're thinking of right now? That makes sense, I guess, because I think that Ryan Johnson probably did that some with intent. Mm-hmm. That was very purposeful. Yeah, he did that with some intent. And even if it's not about that kid, you know, like, I think that kid is there to make us, to make the audience recognize that, like, anyone could have the Force, Mm -hmm. you know? It's not limited to this weird family of crazy people who are all dramatic and Mm -hmm. emo. Um, There are ordinary people like you and me who Mm -hmm. can move their broom. 
Yeah. Um, and, um, because I know we've all tried to do that, right? Like, sit at the end of I your have. bed and you're like, hand out and you're like, TV remote, mm-hmm. come to me. I've always. I been. don't want to watch this infomercial. <laughs> if you love me, you will let me skip it. And then it doesn't work and you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm a Sith. Mm-hmm. Because this is bullshit. <laughs> but, um,. I think that it'll either be about him or it'll be about someone who finds out Bam. was a uh, air quotes nobody. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, someone who wasn't raised into the Jedi and doesn't interact with Jedi. Mm-hmm. So like, or or, or any other organization, you know, like not a will, not any of mm-hmm. that stuff. Interesting. What do you think? I, I actually have not thought about it at all, um, which is real good when you're doing a podcast about stuff. Um, I think. Yeah, I feel like either they're going to keep talking about the same era we're in, or mm-hmm. he's going to jump... E- oh, oh, actually, I think they have said one thing about him, uh, about the new trilogy. I think he said it's going to be a part of the galaxy we have not explored yet. And so, I think so. <laughs> hey, hey. Thrawn trilogy. That would be badass. Thrawn trilogy. <laughs> I want to see that blue bastard, and I want to give him a hug. You like Thrawn? Yeah, he's so cool. So, you know, I'm about to uh, get a lot of judgment right here, but I've never read a book with Thrawn on it. You need to change that. <laughs> I know. I started reading uh, the first one. I mean, he's so pretentious about his art, and I love it. <laughs> because he's... I'm kind of the same way. Art's great. But I'm not, I'm not as smart as Thrawn, obviously. I can't deduce your military history from looking at a painting. <laughs> I wish I could. Thrawn trilogy would be awesome. Thrawn trilogy would be badass. Um, and then, like... If they found a way to bring back Commander Dalla also. I mean, we've never really done anything with Kessel or the Maw. Um, except for Solo. And you canon, except oh, for Solo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, that was where that whole area was from. So that would be a new area of the galaxy to explore, assuming yeah. it's not something that we literally don't know about yeah, at yeah. all. Like, never mentioned even in the original stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's the Maw that's going on in the, in the Solo trailer? All the f- space clouds and tentacles? I suppose it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't remember that much being a thing. It was just a cluster of black holes. Okay. Yeah, it, it looked more like just space clouds in the solo trailer. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be anything. Um, at least the uh, Bukala, what is it? The, 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 the squid that reads the brain of the guy in Rogue One? The Bukala! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy you know he's, he's like it knows all lies <laughs> my uncle does a great impersonation on him. Uh, but do you think that's like a giant version of the Boogala <laughs> oh yikes that's a scary thought oh you know it's a giant version of the Boogala what the San- um, the oh. asteroid boy from yeah what, which one was that a New Hope or was that no, Empire that was, that was Empire that was Empire the worm yeah the yeah, worm yeah. boy mm-hmm. he's the Boogala he's awesome Poor <laughs> boy. All those maggots in his mouth. Ugh, that was rank. Gross. Um, great movie though. So, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Five. Empire. Because you're normal. Yeah. Um, we're judging all the ones. <laughs> if you, and if you don't watch the Machete Order, you're also wrong. Mm-hmm. You're incorrect. Your existence is wrong. Um, there are three. Count them three. Useful scenes. Well, I say useful. Good scenes. In all of the Phantom Menace, three of them. I, I can I can pick the first one right now. Okay. The scene where Qui Gon Jinn does a blood test and sees how many midichlorians Anakin has. No. Okay. When Qui Gon dies. Well, I, I guess the whole fight, but yeah. 
Um, that one. And then you have um, the pod race, because even if it doesn't matter, it's Badass. super cool. Mm-hmm. And um, then basically the rest of the scenes with Maul. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say the fight on Tatooine probably being the most iconic. But, like, none of the rest of the show matters. Like, like that weird bit where they have, like, the droids going out on the edge of the ship getting exploded immediately. That was dumb. <laughs> um, the whole idea of Qui-Gon Jinn as a character was dumb because I have opinions and you're all yelling at me right now, I know. <laughs> because I'm bad. Because <laughs> I hate Qui-Gon Jinn. So, he, I think he was supposed to be what they formed Obi-Wan's character into. You know? Like... Not totally rule-biting, you know. The Jedi Council didn't like him because he was uh, unconventional, you know. I think that's what he was supposed to be. But they only had one episode to do anything with him, and they had to kill him off the end. So, like, well, who cares about character development, you know? Yeah. Hmm. But, I mean, like, if you look at the expanded universe, too, Qui-Gon's just a butt. He's just mean. If I remember correctly, wasn't he temporarily dark side person for a little bit? Or was that, was that, I thought that was him. I thought he went for the dark side just for a little bit. Am I just delusional? I don't think that... Okay, so um, he was trained by Dooku. And Dooku went to the dark side. And then he had his first apprentice, Fimor, mm-hmm. who was great, but he never gives full approval to, because he's a butt, and so Fimor was always like, why don't you love me? And it's because <laughs> Qui-Gon has issues. Mm-hmm. Daddy issues? No, just issues. Oh, okay. Um, he has self-esteem issues. He thinks he's a bad master and all that stuff. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. He feared and it let his flaws get the better of him, I guess is what Yoda would say. But Yoda's also dumb, so, you know. You know, my fa- we're not talking about the new trilogy. Not talking about it. But my favorite thing about the new trilogy... Uh, excuse me, the episode 9... Oh, 8. Wow, I'm seeing the future. My favorite thing about 9 is when Luke does this awesome thing you guys won't see for a few years. Uh, no, episode 8, best thing. When Luke is like... The Jedi Council sucked. <laughs> you know, he's like, they, they, they let... The ancient this, Jedi texts. Yeah, that was awesome. Anything with Luke being a little whiny baby in episode 8 was awesome. But him pretty much saying the Jedi suck and let the one Sith overthrow the entire thing. And even before they said that, I had thought that, you know? Yeah, I think everyone, like, everyone's always thought, like, why are the Jedi so fucking dumb? Yeah. Oh, freaking dumb. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to cuss we're on this podcast. We're allowed to swear. We're allowed to swear. Oh, cool. We're adults. Um, but yeah, why is the Jedi Council so fucking dumb? Have you never heard of a balance? It's when it's evened out. Y'all are stupid. I think, so everyone's excuse is that there had been such a long period of peace that the Jedi had just started to suck hardcore. Well, I mean, I believe that too. Yeah. And so, I mean, apparently they sucked so bad that even when they visited uh, um, Palpatine's office... Like, he had Sith artifacts all hidden within his office and, like, the pieces of armor and stuff. And these Jedi Masters could not sense the dark force energy around them. That's the point when you're like, okay, listen, you guys are really bad at your job, you know? Well, see, I don't even buy that, right? Because, um, they were able to sense Dooku when they interacted with him. And, yeah. And Ventress mm-hmm. and Dathomir in general. Yeah. Um, we have evidence of them being able to detect Darksiders, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, speaking of Qui-Gon, you have Xanatos. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole arc. Um, like, we know that they can sense the dark, dark side to an extent. He just had, because he was the only Sith, he was weighing out the scales by being better than all of them combined. There you go, yeah. That makes sense. As much as Star Wars can make sense. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars doesn't make sense. It, no. It's all just 
a plot device for George Lucas to masturbate on cinema. So there's things we can say and can't. <laughs> no, I'm um, so, I, okay. I know I love George Lucas. No, like I totally love George Lucas, <laughs> but he should not have had control over the prequel trilogy. No, and I think I think what was it? Uh, he tried getting other directors to do it. He's like, I don't want to direct the trilogy because I think I think I forget his reasoning, but he didn't want to do it. He wanted someone else to. And everyone's like, we're gonna fuck it up. You know, we you were the only one that can do it. And guess what happened? <laughs> you know? Guess which movie is the best Star Wars movie? <laughs> Five, which he didn't direct. Exactly. Um, so, okay. Have you ever, like, read the summary of the original uh, episode four? I do hope. It is so good slash bad. Apparently, in the, in the original uh, version that Lucas had written, they, the Skywalkers were a family. Uh, Luke was the father, and he had three kids. They lived on Tatooine together. And Anakin was not a Skywalker. Darth Vader was not a Skywalker. He was just a bad guy in space. And the Skywalker family of Jedi left Tatooine to go hunt down them together. To walk the skies yeah, and ex- find him. Exactly. Luke, Luke, uh, George Lucas took it very, you know, word for word as the things were, you know? Like, Skywalker. <laughs> you know? At this point, he was Starkiller, actually. So, but yeah, that's that's what it was. And uh, I'm real happy his wife was like, hey, honey, this, uh, this kind of sucks, so you might want to change it up a little bit. Oh, Chewbacca was a, a lizard person. Yep. I like that more, actually. You, you like that more? Yeah. I like that more. <laughs> so at least you got some things right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was it was weird. I think it was like all about his family traveling through space, hunting down mm-hmm. bad guys. So, yeah, you know, George Lucas is a little strange. Yeah. That sounds a lot like Spaceballs. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, listened, they heard George Lucas drunk at a bar one night, and they're like, hey, we're going to turn this into a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you seen the Christmas special? I have, unfortunately. It's great, huh? Yeah, I didn't manage to finish it. I mean, I skipped to the end. I skipped like 25 minutes of it because I love myself and I deserve to not suffer. <laughs> but, um, like that, like I, I just, I was so confused when they started putting in the cartoons and with the live action and like flipping back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? I think George Lucas was high when he did that. Oh, I believe you. Ever like. <laughs> Everyone involved with that show was high. Well, I mean, like, you know, there are stories, right, about Mark Hamill being so drunk, he didn't even realize that Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford were hooking up. And he would, like, go try and hang out with them while they were trying to... Bang it out. Bang it out, yeah. And he was always just, like, third wheeling. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing? Let's hang out. Just because he was so drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, So I believe it. Wow. So it'd be fun to trash on Lucas a little bit. Um, did you know about the animated series called Star Wars Detours? You heard about that? Yes. Yes. Seth Green. Mm-hmm. So George Lucas was like, I like Robot Chicken. I want my own version. Star Wars official. Star Wars Detours. And so he brought Seth Green from Robot Chicken to do that. And uh, they made 30 to 60 episodes, all finished. Disney bought them and were like, eh, one day we'll release them maybe. You know? So they're completed. And yeah. Well, there you go. I've actually I've seen the trailer they have and I thought it was funny I mean maybe I'm a bad human um, my favorite part where Obi-Wan Kenobi is on a tattooing stage or whatever at a, at a bar mm-hmm. and he's doing a comedy routine and no one's laughing and he just waves his hand over the audience he's like you will find this hilarious and everyone's <laughs> laughing I'm like hey that's what I do <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, that's great yeah George Lucas is well the whole thing with him and the actor for Jar Jar in the episode oh one behind the scenes which is better than episode one yes 
that was a bromance going on there. Oh, totally. And I think the... They are making eyes. <laughs> I think the sad, in quotation marks, sad part of it was um, that Jar Jar Banks actor has not gotten any other thing except for being the voice of Jar Jar Banks in various animated things. That's his only credit? That's his only credit, really. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that is career... That, to be fair, that is career ending. Yeah, yeah. I oh, would, exactly. That is career ending. But see, the thing with him, though, is like, his face wasn't attached to it, so technically, other places could hire him if he was a decent actor, and have him not be associated with Jar Jar Binks, technically. Yeah, I have no idea if he's a decent actor, though. No, yeah, yeah, because it's the only thing you know him from is that. And they were just so badly written that literally no one looked like a good actor. Mm-mm. I mean, like, you look at Natalie Portman, she was in Black Swan, it was stellar, outstanding. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of other movie credits that are really good. Padme was just a flat character. Mm-hmm. Um, Hayden Christensen doesn't really have any other good movies. I mean, like, some people like Jumper, um, you yeah, know. I've heard it's decent. Yeah, like, it's not a great movie, but it's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a movie you eat popcorn to, yeah. right? Um, it wasn't a bad movie. He, a, he did a decent job in that. Um, he did that weird sword-fighting crusades movie that mm-hmm. was bad, but he looked cute in. <laughs> um, and then Ewan McGregor is a stunning actor. Um they have, you know, there there are good stars attached to the IP. George Lucas just can't write to save his life, Mm-mm. and he does this weird thing where he needs to have it marketable, and so he adds Ewoks and he adds Gungans mm-hmm. and he adds Porgs. He didn't oh, wait. do he didn't do Porgs, but same, reason, same. Well, no, Porgs were added because those birds, but I don't believe. There were that many birds on the island. I don't believe there were birds in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And I believe we have the technology to uh, erase the birds. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not talking about the new trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. I think think the prequels are really, it's like, you're a good actor. Be in this movie. It won't make you a good actor anymore, at least for this movie, you know? Like, it turned, it's the dialogue and the directing were so bad that it just messed up those actors for those movies. They got better. I mean, the prequels like, got better. I mean, but. yeah, you have stuff like the sand rants, and then, like, mm-hmm. the weird bit where Anakin was on Naboo, and he was like, actually, dictators are good. <laughs> and, um, like, okay, if you want Anakin to think dictators are good, that's fine. You can make him think whatever you want. You're George Lucas. Mm-hmm. But, like, do it with a good script, please. <laughs> um, and, like, there was no romance. There was just him doing that weird fruit thing with the Force mm-hmm. and then making a joke about Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, then they got married. And then they got married. <laughs> the end. Oh, they had that weird smooch. Um, yeah, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, like, he saved your life. If that counts for anything. I don't think so. More like Obi-Wan saved your life. Yeah, exactly. Obi-Wan's the one with the real skills here. But he's not breaking his Jedi oath to go after Padme. That we know of. Oh, he broke it for... He would have broken it for Satine. He did break it for that other girl in the Jedi. Like, what, what were those called? Where was those books about Obi-Wan's kid? Were those Jedi Apprentice? I think so. I think they were Jedi Apprentice. Like- Jedi Apprentice was one run of books, but I'm not sure if it was that run of books. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there was another girl, and he left the Jedi Order to go help out her, and Qui-Gon was like, don't do that, because you don't... They should just die. And he's like, no, they're people too. And yeah. I love her. Mm. And then he quit, and then he came back. So he's broken his Jedi oaths. Do you know what the uh, new trilogy should be about? At least one of them? What? Mara Jade. Nah. 
That's what everyone on the internet says. I, I never liked her. Actually, she was annoying, and when she finally I don't care. died, I was okay. Yeah, I don't care about Mara Jade. Her um, best scene was when Jason killed her. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. I'm not a fan of Jason. He, he's like the better version of Anakin's arc, you know? And I think... And then oh. I... I think they perfected it with Kylo, technically, if, if as much as you can perfect that type of thing. But I think the Jason was good. I liked his twin sister. Um, yeah, I liked Jaina. Um, I thought the whole winter thing was weird. And them living on an asteroid. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really weird. But hey, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, do, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Vong, and I think that would be interesting to incorporate, because, you know, like, the whole EU explanation for the Emperor... For uh, Palpatine was um, he was preparing for the Vong and he wanted to militarize the galaxy so he could fight the Vong off successfully and it had nothing to do with him and his wild ambitions as a Sith and it had and he was a good guy um, and he just was a Nazi while he was a good guy <laughs> but you know it's fine um, apparently some Nazis are good according to Star Wars. Star Wars which they're not. <laughs> But I was really hoping that the new trilogy, the the episode seven, eight, nine, was going to be the Yuuzhan Vong War. I was like, there's no way they're going to do that, but I would love that. That would have been a real great way. They just throw you in. They've rebuilt everything. It's doing great. Yuuzhan Vong. I, I think the issue with the Vong is there's sp- so much space combat and like yeah the life ships and stuff like that. There's and like, like thirty books. What? <laughs> there's like thirty books. The Yuuzhan Vong War. Yeah, well, I mean, like, com- like, ignore the books. Like, it's all, sp- like, there's a lot of space combat. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is expensive. You're right. Um, like, throw actors on a set and do a little bit of green screen. That's much cheaper mm-hmm. than rendering all those different people. Space battles, yeah. Yeah. And um, I think they just... Also, like, not that space battles are boring, because I think space battles are one of the better parts of the franchise, actually. Mm-hmm. Like... The intro to episode three. Oh my gosh. So, so good. fucking good. <laughs> but um, a lot of people probably find it boring, critics yeah. especially. Because they're here for the plot development, not for the cool explosions. Exactly. Plebs. Little weirdos. That's the best insult they could come up with. <laughs> um, so, okay. What's the three books about the insect insects? The uh, insect queen, the hive mind people? Oh, the hive queen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember their name. the name of the I books. Know. I can't remember. I can't remember. But I, I thought that was, those were good. You know? I like those. Once again, these are all ones that we can't really have because they involve the original cast of people and I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, well, there, there's also the Jedi Academy trilogy mm-hmm. where Luke has the Masasi Temple and Yavin. And you have Kyle Katarn and, and the Sun Crusher. <laughs> like, that's the only part of that trilogy I can't stand is the Sun Crusher. <laughs> But um, that also stars Dala. Like, there's some good source material there. There was one book when I was younger that was a kid's book, and I looked it up, and it's apparently really bad. But as a kid, I loved it. It involved this guy uh, searching for Darth Vader's glove. Why his glove? I don't know. But when he put it on, it gave him powers. It's like the Thriller glove. Yeah, exactly. Also, it also caused him to grow a third eye in the back of his head. Instead of moonwalking, you get to see out of the back of your head. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that was a great one. Uh, so many good books, so many bad ones. Oh, no, like, as much as I love the EU, there's a lot of, like, really bad content in mm-hmm. the EU. Um, like, the Revan books, for example, mm-hmm. which are not good. Seriously, uh, the, the one with the guy with the mask kind of looks like 
Kylo's? Yeah. It's like people say they love the character, but the books he was in were not good. Yeah. Um, like the novelization of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it was terrible. Just that I don't like R. A. Salvatore is much more of a tell and not show per or mm-hmm. is a tell and not show writer. Um, mm-hmm. which is great because I love all his Drist books, but they're not exactly the height of literature. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely authors that were not meant to write Star Wars books. Um, like, the- not Timothy Zahn because he's great. He's great, and they brought him back to write a yeah. Thrawn book. Have you read it? No, I've not. Neither have I. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Um, but yeah, hopefully they don't mess up with this new two sets of trilogies. I don't. You know, it'd be weird if the if if one of them they're probably going to keep at least episodic based. Mm-hmm. But it'd be weird if the other trilogy was just like not continuity, you know, continuity based. It's like they could just be three separate movies. So it's like, yeah, they got three movies. Technically, they could be considered a trilogy, but they're not. They don't have to be in the same place or same people. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the same continuity, like A happens on like planet one, and then B happens on planet two, and then C happens on planet three, and it's how they affect each other. But all mm-hmm. the characters are independent, and there's no interaction. Yeah, yeah. That would be pretty interesting. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Even if they did an old Republic one, and then a hundred years later did another one, and you could see the ramifications. Exactly. Of it in I think exactly. that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like that. But see, once again, that's a little too uh, different for Disney. Yeah. They just had their first uh, African-American lead. (laughs) Well, I mean, speaking of Disney, they also own Marvel, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you guys follow Marvel. I don't follow Marvel. I follow it too much. But um, they did the Marvel Now, and then they did like Marvel Now 2, and Marvel Now 3, and then like all Marvel... Oh, or all now, all Marvel, and then all now, um, all new, all something Marvel, mm-hmm. and then they did Marvel Legacy, and then they did like Marvel Renewal is like or something like that is the latest one. They just announced it this week, and it comes out in May. And like I don't get it. You put these out like every nine months. Like just pick one and stick with it <laughs> instead of starting over and wiping everything clean. I hate when comic book universes do that. They're just like, all these characters are dead now. We're moving on to something else. Well, they're starting over the Avengers. Um, of course. And... We're talking about the cinematic universe? No, um, comics. Because I know... Or it's called Avengers 1. Oh, you're right. Um, because with... What's it called? Uh, Infinity? Mm-hmm. That's coming out this year. They said a lot of characters are going to die. Like, a lot. <laughs> whoops. Yep, whoops. Are they going to recast all those characters when they make Iron Man 4? We'll see. <laughs> Iron Man 4, Iron Man Reborn. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm back, baby. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel characters, Deadpool. Uh, he is... They've moved, Did I tell you this? That they're moving his opening date. It was supposed to be two weeks after Solo. Mm-hmm. They've moved it two weeks before Solo now. So... I think that is a good business decision. Oh, real smart. Real smart. Because even if Solo does bad, it's Star Wars. So yeah. this way they're like cutting it off. And I think the funny part is funny irony, I don't know, uh, that Disney just finalized buying Fox. Mm-hmm. So technically, at the end of the year is when it goes through. So right now, Fox is still, even though they're going to be officially bought out by Disney by the end of the year, right now they're bad, they're enemies or something, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, I know we're about to be part of your company, but uh, we'll do one final screw you with the Deadpool, <laughs> which I think is weird, but all right. <laughs> 
whatever. I know. It's like, all the money can be yours soon anyways. Well, well I mean, I guess part of it also is that um, Solo's gonna bomb. Mm-hmm. And if you have all these people coming out disappointed by Solo, they might not be as motivated to go see Deadpool. You're right. And so if you have them on the on the high of seeing Deadpool, presuming that's all, this is all assuming Deadpool yeah, yeah. Two is good. I don't know anything about Deadpool Two because I don't care about superheroes. Yes, of course. Um, all of my knowledge of superheroes comes from a single friend. It's not me, is it? No, um, Alexis. Don't know she runs at Trans Comics nice. on Twitter. She's Shout pretty, out. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Comics are great, except when they're not, which is like 90% of the time. Yeah, she basically would agree with that, I think. <laughs> yeah, um, I think, what was it? I'm trying to remember. They, like, reset the DC Universe a few years ago in the comics, and, like, they said the big thing was, like, oh, Superman doesn't have the underwear on the outside now. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> now he has it back. You know what I want to see? Is, um, I, I don't know what it was called, but there was, like, I know it exists. That There's, like, a communist... Um, Superman, where he was like... Yes, Red Sun. Red Sun, yep. there you go. That's what it's called. I want to see that on the big screen. So, so I've, I've talked about this with my friend David. Uh, he's on some of these episodes with me. But uh, we would love, instead of, since DC's been kind of sucking with the movies lately, we would love, instead of all continuous movies, all movies that don't have to take place in the same universe. Like, mm-hmm. different realities, mm-hmm. you know? Which... Maybe it would confuse audiences, but I still think it'd be cool, you know? Like have the I mean, one. literally every movie before this recent idea of a cinematic universe mm-hmm. yeah, was, was like, connected. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So it's like, when you went to see Christian Bale Batman, you weren't like, where's Val Kilmer? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you understand. So I would love that. And I think it'd be cool. So that we were saying how we'd love a Red Sun movie, you know, or a Flashpoint, if you know that is, there's another one. But anyways, not. It's, it's awesome. Uh, long story short, Flash goes back in time, saves his mom from dying. But by doing so, causes a bunch of stuff to change. The Atlanteans go to war with uh, the... Uh, dang, I can't remember what race. Oh, the Amazonians, right? They go to war. They flood... Who are the Ant- Atlanteans? Oh, that's uh, Aquaman. Okay. So his underwater city goes to war against the Amazonians. They flood all of England completely, killing everyone in the process of the battle. Nice. You know, great people. Uh, Batman is not Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne was shot by the mugger. And then the father... Hell yeah. ...killed the mugger. Oh. Good job. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, so the best part is that uh, Bruce Wayne's mom goes insane, Martha Wayne, becomes the Joker because she's so crazy, and then his dad, oh dang, what was his name? Mr. Wayne, I'm going to do that because that's easy. Uh, Mr. Wayne becomes Batman, but he doesn't have any rules. He's okay with killing and hurting people because he's so angry about his son dying. So anyways, this is the universe that Barry wakes up in The Flash. And it's actually interesting. So that's the movie they want to do uh, next year, by the way. That's because, pretty cool. Yeah, they're probably going to mess it up. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You know what we should not do? What? Time travel in Star Wars. No. No. That would be horrible. Um, time travel is a plot device that I don't really like that often. Because it usually ends up in people messing things up. Basically, yeah, I agree. Because it's so complicated of a thing. Like... How do you expect to make something believable without over-explaining every little thing? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not here for 15 minutes of word vomit explaining mm-hmm. how the time travel works. Yep. But I also want to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I can't enjoy the movie if I'm confused. Exactly. So. Um, what was it? It's, uh, oh yeah, it's from Jurassic Park. I was to say World. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Uh, my favorite thing uh, is that it taught me about Chaos Theory. And I love Chaos Theory now. Mm-hmm. Although I don't 
fully understand it so well. But it's like, you know, butterfly flaps its wings over here, causes the wind, causes a hurricane across the other side of the planet. You know, it's like every little thing has a fact, cause and effect. Mm-hmm. So if you make a time travel movie, it's so complicated because like literally you just being there disrupts everything. Even if it's not, mm-hmm. you know, even if you don't touch anything, you're still messing with everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's so complicated. You know, Back to the Future, <laughs> that's not how it works. That's, you just... Yeah, you just disappear from the picture in your wallet. <laughs> that happens. Um, I promise. Exactly. That's, yeah, word for word, that's how it happens. Um, oh, so uh, what's the uh, the movie with James Franco? Oh, no, it's a TV show, miniseries for Hulu. The one where he plays the guy who goes back in time to investigate who kills Kennedy, who shot Kennedy, or, or why they shot Kennedy. I don't follow James Franco. This is before all this creepy stuff. I, well, was, I'm, well, I mean, like, I, I don't follow him because you know I can't watch funny things. Oh, the, well, it, you're right. He was not funny in this. Oh, um, it was based off of a Stephen King book. Okay. And uh, it was. Oh, like, that book. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I know it's about, the yeah. date that he was, yeah. Kennedy was assassinated. So it was interesting. Um, I mean, I didn't like the ending so much. I won't spoil it, but it was okay. Anyways, the thing I liked about that is uh, the more he stayed back in time, it's the the more things would go wrong around him because time itself was like you're destroying it, so we're trying to destroy you so you don't mess with time anymore, mm-hmm. which. I liked that kind of thing. Like, his house burned down, you know, stuff like that, you know. Different things caused pain around him, so they're trying to get him to leave. So, mm-hmm. I like that idea. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But then there's James Franco, so. Yeah. Lightsabers. James Franco with lightsabers? No, I'm trying to get us back to Star Wars. <laughs> you know, there's nothing like that. Star Wars is a great thing to, like, expand your mind, and you can just end up talking about other things for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've been talking a lot. Is there anything else you want to say about Star Wars? No. I'm uh, done, actually. Are you done done? No. <laughs> I'll talk about Star Wars forever. So, I have a new topic idea for Star Wars, unless you have something to contribute. No, go ahead. That wasn't meant in a judgmental way. I know way too many things about Star Wars. If you guys just heard the door close, congratulations, you won a prize. Um, so, TV shows. We're getting a bunch. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because Disney is going to have their own streaming service, Boo!, uh, but the good thing is we're getting out of this like three new Star Wars TV shows not all of them will be animated because I'm going to be further out of the loop because I'm not about to pay for it nope, nope. Um, and I love obeying the law so <laughs> I definitely will not watch it no you will not uh, be a pirate of any kind no I love obeying the law um, real quick sidestep real quick speaking of streaming services you heard who announced their first streaming service today who Fox News the Freedom Watchers now have a streaming service dedicated to their super fans. Oh my. So back to Star Wars. Because <laughs> we could talk forever about that. Um, Star my Wars. grandma is going to be overjoyed until she finds out I will not teach her how to use it. <laughs> Probably be like eight bucks a month. You know, with taxes because, you know. <laughs> Shipping handling. <laughs> <laughs> People will fall for that. So, TV shows. They've tried in the past. Uh, or they haven't actually made them but they've attempted to in the past up to the point where they have scripts and everything for Star Wars live action TV shows mm-hmm. of course obviously we haven't gotten any of them because they just decided not to do them but what do you think what do you think the shows could be about I'm nervous mm-hmm. because anything that involves too much that can't be done with practical effects is very quickly going to become very expensive and it's going to end up like an HBO mm-hmm. show and I think it's unrealistic um so I think all of these are going to be really limited in scope. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're not going to feature cameos like any of the Marvel shows. Um, 
and they're not gonna like I don't think they'll show much space travel at all except for like entering hyperspace you mm-hmm. know um, and they probably won't even change environments too much because mm-hmm. um, all those extra sets if they're not computer generated are also gonna be really expensive unless they can be used for more than one show um, so I think that you're looking at like focusing on groups in like specific regions so like maybe like a rebel cell or something like that that is on planet rather than moving around like mm-hmm. they did in rebels yeah I think so too I think it'd be really expensive um I started watching Altered Carbon and I started I've only watched like two episodes because I'm lazy and things but um the graphics are really great on there you can obviously see the limitations in certain scenes and I think it's their most expensive show on Netflix to date. I think it cost, it was a lot of money. It was just a lot of money per episode basis. So I don't think Disney's ready to shell out that much money, mm-hmm. even for something like Star Wars, especially on an untested streaming service. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to get, if, if they do, it's going to look really bad. And I don't know if Disney wants to be making really bad quality CGI stuff. So Yeah, I'd much, like, as much as I hate to say this, I'd, I'd like it to be like a cop show in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Obviously not cops, but like... Jedi cops. No, not <laughs> Jedi cops. Clone cops. Oh, that'd be cool. Give me some good stormtrooper action or mm-hmm. some good... Show them shooting straight. Yeah, or some clones, some clone action. Um, that's what I want to see. Like, I think that you there's a lot of material there for something that you can use, like, the same sort of scenes over and over and... Um, like, especially with clones, you know, because they're all on, like, spaceships. Like, because if all you do is go to different spaceships and space stations and stuff like that, those are environments that once you fabricate them with um, practical effects, so, it, it, it's the small changes that you do with mm-hmm. um, digital effects afterwards that make the difference and also won't be too dramatically expensive. Yeah, I think so, too. That'd be smart. That's just one show. Yeah. So, they had three plants. So, what do you think the other two could be? Hmm. I don't honestly we could we could but I feel like we're not going to get a force focus show because mm-hmm. once again like you said the effects budget that'll be really expensive which start using force moves and stuff like that mm-hmm. painting with Ben Kenobi he sits out on his porch and looks at Banthas and paints like Bob Ross nothing like a good Bantha painting yeah I think um, that would be cool so I don't know if you ever remember the uh, hyperspace club for Star Wars mm-hmm. right I was never a part of it but I know of it the, the first year I paid for it turned mm-hmm. out to be their last year I was so bummed out I finally talked to my parents into getting it for me but I had the Star Wars blog on their special website for some reason and my my uh, blog page was called uh, Force Sensitive Banthas <laughs> beautiful <laughs> I know I was like there we go that's all you need them doing force jumps and everything mm-hmm. uh, we need more Bantha movies hell yeah as long as they're done with practical effects <laughs> I do not want to see the special edition bullshit no. touching my Star Wars. Um, have you seen the meme of uh, Luke Skywalker going to Tashi Station? It's actually like a strip club. No. <laughs> That's why he wanted to go get some power converters to Tashi Station. <laughs> power converters is the name of his favorite stripper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, yeah, I'd love that. Um, oh, what was... Uh, people have said a really good book that I haven't read is Tattooing Tales or something like that. I have not read it. Yeah, it's all these stories based off the characters in Tatooine, I guess. Interesting. And they said it's interesting, so that'd be an interesting show, like, just talking about Tatooine. Not that I'd love to watch that. Oh, a bounty hunter show would be cool. Like, you're just, like, mentioning that, and it made me think of that, um... 
the Boba Fett. What? Thirteen, thirteen. No, but there's um a book that short stories about Boba Fett. Do you want the young Boba Fett books? No. Is that what I'm talking about? Oh. Okay. Never mind. But yeah, like anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it's like the same sort of thing, you know. It's like um like Fallen the bounty hunters. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, yeah. I forgot no, no, how to fine. speak English. <laughs> I forget to speak English all the time. No, I was looking for a word, but it's a word in French, and I couldn't remember it. So <laughs> oh, you're trying to show off. I get it. I get it. No, I was trying to use an SAT word. Oh, sure. Sure you were. Um, Parlez-vous français? How, nope. bad, how bad was my pronunciation? I don't speak French. So it was great, is what you're saying. I get it. Sure. <laughs> yep. Well, what was the, there's one more show idea I had. Oh, like a young Boba Fett show. That'd be interesting. You don't have to do a whole lot of effects. Him just growing up without a dad, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, but no, that I read those books. Those are pretty interesting. He went back to like the clone planet, and you know. Like, I want to see a young Count Dooku show, but that would involve Yoda, and mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Oh, I know what you would love is another puppet Yoda. No, <laughs> I would not. Did Episode it, eight was disturbing. Did it trigger you at all, Yoda doing this trigger? Troll? Like. People don't say that anymore? We'll talk about it after this. Oh no! I'm in trouble! (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I can't finish my sentence. Um, (laughs) I'm scared now. Let's just keep this podcast going all night. Um, So, Yoda doing the... (laughs) What do you think of Yoda doing the the twirl things? In uh, episode Episode three? And two. Right? Oh, and two. When he went after Um... Did it, it upset a lot of people. I, I, I think that I don't think that he would use form three. You don't think so? No. What do you think? He, you think he? You think he relies more on the force versus lightsaber skills? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I just don't see him as an Atari user. Like the whole thing about Atari, like our understanding of it from like the books and like mm-hmm. the expanded universe, is that it relies on like mass and strength and. Um, He's really small. Yeah, okay. Well, because, like, the classic example of the Atari user is Qui-Gon Jinn. This six-foot-whatever guy with muscles, muscles. and, like, s- strong boy doing flips and, mm-hmm. like, using that torque and yeah, yeah. the velocity to do, like, high-impact, high-energy strikes. Um, and Obi-Wan doing the same thing in episode one, and then switching. But um, that is our understanding as readers of how form three functions. And then you get Yoda in here hypothetically doing form three, um, spinning around doing all these tricks, but he's like this weak little boy that you could kick mm-hmm. and watch him go flying. Um, when he's supposed to be the strong force dude, why not use your strong force stuff instead yeah. of getting kicked? I don't think, unless I've overlooked someone's favorite movie character, that we've really gotten a super strong uh, force user. Like, we were told Snoke was going to be that, you know? Yeah. Eh. Well, Snoke and Plagueis. Yeah, Plagueis, which we only, now, thanks to them getting rid of you, only really have one reference to Plagueis yeah. now. And so, unless they're the same, ooh, no. <laughs> but, like, we don't have well, any... Well, no, because Plagueis was a moon, and they look different. You know, oh, like that stopped Star Wars in the past. Also, that I think that's also expanded universe. Oh, you're so. Right. so hey, see, they could totally. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't think we've had like you know a super badass strong force user. That's why I really think we should uh, make the uh, Force Unleashed movie because 
he that just, was his shtick. Yeah, that was his shtick, you know? He could, like, stop Star Destroyers from crashing into him. That's pretty badass. Come on. Come on. That's pretty badass. He, what, what are the, 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 the mini AT? Is it AT-ATs or the mini ones? The two-legged ones. AT-ST? Yeah. at When they were coming at him, he would use the force to crush them together. Like That's come. some R2-D2 type Or, I guess it's BB-8 type shit. I love it. BB-8. When episode what 7 babe. came out, I hated BB-8. BB-8 is a babe. Why do you say that? Because she is so cute. How do you know she? Oh, I mean, I guess I shouldn't describe gender to them. <laughs> to a droid. Yeah. But, um, they're cute and I love them. I like BB-8. Wow. <laughs> that was the black one. Episode 8. <laughs> that was its name? Yeah. The original the fan name? No, no, it was BB-8 and then they changed it later because they said it was too cheesy. H8, you know? <laughs> so... Episode seven, which we're not talking about. Um, there, did you see the pink R2D, the uh, the pink astromech droid? Mm-hmm. Goodbye. So you know the story behind that, right? No. Uh, I wonder. I was hoping you did. <laughs> no. My memory is really fuzzy. They're but, also cute. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, the droid or me? The droid and you. Yeah. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> the messing with my brain. <laughs> um, the. The pink astromech droid, this little girl, she came to George Lucas, I guess at some point, or he heard that she was dying of cancer, and so he made her a custom pink astromech droid, and she got to see it before she passed away. Uh, that is badass. I know, and so they decided to put in the movies. That's thing so cool. It. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. When I saw it, I was like, it's a pink droid. So yeah. That's so cool. So George Lucas, you know, I mean, okay, honestly, I'm pretty, I'm 99% sure George Lucas is still a child inside, and that's why you don't give a child a giant franchise to manage because they're gonna make it the way they want to even if it's bad so yep. uh, that's why we have Gungan City that's why we had the pilot episodes of the Clone Wars show put in the theaters yeah Good that's job, why we Clone. had I killed them and the women and children too <laughs> uh, oh we can end on this because it's related to George Lucas, and there's no way to better end an episode besides trashing George. Um, his last movie, I think it was out three years ago. You heard about it, right? It was... They were really saying it was going to be good because it was his name attached to it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was a movie about fairies. And, you know, he's like he's been working on this for years. Um, it's a movie about fairies. I don't, that doesn't say anything good at all. He worked on episode <laughs> one for decades. <laughs> So these fairies are in the forest, and I really know nothing, but he based it all around the idea he wanted to use his favorite pop songs, but, like, the old pop songs, you know, when he was, I guess, 20 and up, uh-huh. and use all of those as the plot devices behind the movie. So, like, Moulin Rouge, but bad. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It turned out, uh, it got a really low score on Rotten Tomatoes, let's just leave it at that, and I don't think he's made a movie since. <laughs> Good. Go back to Skywalker Ranch. I don't think he owns that anymore. Doesn't Lucasfilm? Uh, yeah. you're, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to you're right. trash your parade. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before I uh, end this epic one hour and 23 minute episode? No. Awesome. Well, this has been the WA Show with your host, William, and special guest, one-time guest, never coming back. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Sophie, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, had fun. <laughs> Always great to have different opinions, especially when it comes to Star Wars. Thank you, guys, and uh, please donate money. 
which is not possible yet, but just type in the amount of money you would donate if you did. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>